Hi everyone, and welcome to the Musical Café. In this podcast, I will interview six artists from different sides of the musical theatre industry. They'll share with us their stories and what they've learned during the past year. Join me every Sunday for a new episode. Hi. Hi there. Thank you for joining me today. How are you today? Thank you for having me. Yes, yes, very good, very excited. Me too. Do you want to just uh, introduce yourself a little bit and give us a little intro about what you were doing before March, what's kind of your background? Sure, yeah, so my name's Jacob Fieri. I trained at, uh, actually not too far from you, I trained at a little college called Northbrook College Theatre along the south coast in Worthing, so just along from Chichester. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, tra- I trained there for two so years. So close. <laughs> I know, so close. I, I trained there for two years before deciding uh, to go to a London college, and then I went to Lane Theatre Arts. I trained there for three years, and then was very fortunate to come out and go straight into work um, doing Chicago on Royal Caribbean's uh, cruise lines which was just incredible just, you know, to start things off with bang. Uh, and then came uh, came back from that and then I was out of work for about a year, hustling as, as we like to call it in the industry, uh, before I did Cinderella at London Palladium's Theatre, which was the first panto they did in London in 30 years. So there was a big, big old hoo-ha about it, which was really fun to be part of. Uh, and then I moved to Germany for three years and I was in Germany doing a show called Tanzt Vampire, which isn't a, a well-known show over here, but over there it is like very well-known and amazing. Um, and then I went into uh, Bat Out of Hell and then came back to England to do to join Rock You. So that was what I was doing as the pandemic hit. I joined, um, so I was doing We Were Rock You UK tour uh, and was really lucky to become associate choreographer and dance captain on that show so kind of as as my career was taking like the next step that's when coronavirus decided to take a step in and ruin it all so (laughs) yeah that's that's where I kind of got up to and do you feel it was quite difficult has it been very strange to adapt to the situation you know you were so so busy as not only dance captain but associate and we were taking auditions over in Germany and some other places as well getting the show ready to go up there was just so many exciting things happening and being so busy to then all of a sudden just come to a complete standstill but obviously nobody could foresee that it was going to take well over a year to end up even where we are now like it's, it's just mental so at the time of it happening it was I mean I don't mean that how it sounds, but I was kind of grateful for a little bit of a break. I was like, oh, yeah, three weeks and then we'll be back. Yeah, me too. It was. We were all yeah. kind of under the impression that it was not going to be that long. Yeah, yeah. And then then this long later, it was just like, I take it back. I take it back. I want to go back. <laughs> I felt like you when we when we first started uh, lockdown. I was grateful to have a, a moment to just stop. I actually didn't do anything for the first like two or three weeks I just didn't want to do anything I was so happy yeah. I didn't have to do it, anything yeah, to, to be to be blessed with that kind of break I think a lot of people don't understand that when when you are in a job or or training um or you know in between jobs or whatever like it is the the hustle you never allow yourself to just sit and just take a break because you always feel like you need to be looking for the next job you need to be looking for an agent you need to be going to class so to be forced into that break to go no one can do anything no one can go anywhere no one can you know anything at all you are forced to rest and allow your body to um recuperate and to you know recharge your batteries I think every it was a well-needed 
break that ev- like you said everyone needed just maybe not as long as it's gone on <laughs> yeah <laughs> well it's been a year it's now crazy. for me this year it's been a roller coaster i've done so many things i was not expecting to do i'm doing this masters i was not expecting to do i never intended to even continue studying no. after i finished my va <laughs> did you have a moment like this yeah there's been quite a few moments but the most like poignant moment for me is i i've always wanted to travel and when kind of the uk theater industry decided to close or you know it was forced upon us more they were just like we, we advise you to do this they didn't actually say we we're calling theaters to close which was quite annoying um but i so i came home and after well i got a job at tesco's to just earn a bit of money because i'm one of those two million people that fall through the cracks and that is excluded from any money or any help because of being in germany when i came back i hadn't been back in the uk long enough to have any you know tax books to say oh, this is what i've been earning which is just it, it's it's been horrible for so many people and it is I think a lot of people don't realize how lucky they are to be furloughed or to be getting any sort of income I mean I am very blessed that I get to be at home with my family with my parents so I haven't got to worry about rent which I know a lot of people are in the same circumstances we are that don't get to be home like you you know you still have to find rent you still have to find this and the other so I know compared to a lot of people I am actually quite lucky um yeah so when I came home I I was working at Tesco's for a little bit just to earn a bit of money and I kind of got into this real funk in my head I was like you know I'm not moving anywhere we don't know what's happening with theatres and I I just I was finding it hard to get up in the mornings and I could just kind of feel myself heading into this downward spiral so I kind of sat down with my parents and I was like look I I really want to go traveling that's something that I've always wanted to do and I've researched into it and at the time there was nothing saying that you couldn't travel like we had the travel corridors open still so I went uh, backpacking by myself for I think just over two months uh, all around Europe and it was just the most incredible thing it's something like I keep on saying it's something that I've always wanted to do but because of theatre and jobs and like I, I said to you before the need to constantly be at class and be at auditions you never get that break or to do things that you really want to do so I was like yeah right do you know what this is my time to go off traveling that I've wanted to do for so long and it was the most incredible experience of my life it like you were in these amazing countries in their prime season but there was below half of the people because obviously from people from China or America Japan like all that side Australia weren't coming over to Europe so you had all the space to, you know, the Leaning Tower of Pisa. I wasn't fighting with people to try and get a picture there. It's like no one there. I was like, this is awesome. (laughs) That was just the most amazing experience. And I've been lucky enough to sit at home since coming back and go, okay, what do I want to do next? And something that I really want to do is write a musical. So along with a couple of friends, we've teamed up and in the very, very early stages of writing a musical, but it's it's just amazing to be granted that time to do things that you never would have been able to do had this not happened. And it's all for me, making a positive out of a negative because there's so many negatives in this right now, you know, be it, I've had, very unfortunately, a a good friend of mine's father has passed away because of COVID, um, not being able to see our own family members, our industry in tatters, or what seems like tatters. So 
to to be granted the time to do these things I think we really have to drum that into our brains to go okay what do I want to do that I wouldn't be able to do if this had not happened and then turn it into a positive yeah for me I feel the same I also have been using this time to really dig deep into what I want to do what I really like doing how I want my art to um reflect who I am how I want to just be truly myself and not try and be something else I think this um time you know we still have the same time as we had before it's just, it's not free but I'm I definitely feel like this time has been very helpful for me personally to stay motivated at the beginning I was not motivated at all I was very just very unhappy that this was what the situation was I was very unhappy that I was here in London to do something that now I couldn't do for this whole time. And at the same time, there was just not another choice. Like <laughs> I, I couldn't just <laughs> go somewhere, go home or something. I'm actually very grateful for yeah. having had this um, this free time to, to think about myself and enrich myself. Well, I th I th honestly, you should really pat yourself on the back for doing that because there, there are a lot of people when I've been subject to it as well that have just succumbed to what's going on and just go do you know what I can't control it I'm just going to sit here and wait but there's people like you that go no okay right it's not what I had planned for me I couldn't just I couldn't just stand still like that's why I enrolled in this master's because I was feeling like I I just cannot stay like this for a year and without this sense of purpose and it was not even that long until August when I when I decided to to apply for this master's but I'm so busy with this course that I'm not even thinking about the fact that I cannot go on stage that I cannot go to class I think about that but because I'm so busy doing these other things it balances it out but I'm very very looking forward to finishing it and going back to stage <laughs> definitely I don't blame you I don't blame you it's I, I think going off of that what you're saying I've, I've been subject to it sitting there going oh because I'm not busy you just over and over in your brain are worrying about it and you know that's a message I think for, for anybody that I wish somebody could have said at the beginning of this if we know what we know now to go keep yourself busy whether that's read your books or um you know set yourself a plan every week and go Monday I'm gonna wake up I'm gonna work out and then on Tuesday even if it's I just tidy one shelf in my room like something that gives you the little wins in a day to keep you going over to the next day because there has been quite large chunks in this period that I've just not done well mentally at all uh which I know a lot of people have st struggled with but rather than try and I don't want to say get over it because it's not something you can just get over but rather than try and pull myself out of that just allow it to happen and just you know play that little violin and be like oh woe is me but it's not just me it is everybody but I think talking to friends allowed me to realize actually it is okay to feel this way. And just because, you know, Joe blogs or the next door neighbor or the person over the street or anybody else in theater is also struggling with it, that that's their struggles and they're going through their own thing. 
and this is my struggle or you know the next person struggle and that is okay to wallow in that for a little bit because like, like you said it's it's your career it's completely taken away from you and we're here watching people go back to work and uh, watching football matches happen and, and tv series continuing which life does have to continue at some point well some people never stopped working yeah yeah and some people never stop working and and there's us yeah waiting in the wings watching all of this happen and and it is really difficult to to detach that in your brain and go what but why aren't we at work and why can't I go back to work and that, so that has been really tough but allowing conversation with friends to know that you're not alone has really really helped and if anybody is struggling you know if, if they end up listening to this then I'd say to talk to people and open up the conversation because you'll soon realize that you honestly are not the only person and knowing that will help you through it as well. I think a lot of people are now starting to talk about their experiences in the past year and it's bringing that sense of we were all going through yeah. the same, yeah. no, not the same, but similar, yeah, similar situations. Yeah. And that's what's so amazing about theatre is that you are an extended family, be it in training or working or hustling, that we're all in this boat together. And when you are working, when coronavirus isn't here that's what you are you're each other's family because you it takes so much of your time away from you you become family it's your second family so now to not have that as well is also another factor why it becomes really difficult but also another exciting factor that when this returns not only will we get reunited with our blood related families um you know or ad adopted families whatever families we also get our work families our study for families and friends and all of that so going back on what you were just saying about you're creating this new musical with some friends you were also saying that you were doing more performing and now you're doing more kind of creative role do you think that the source for your creativity has changed for the past year yeah because I'm a very creative person that's you know whether it is with theatre or not everything that I do the way that I learn is very hands-on and it's very creative so now we'll suddenly to have studios take away from us and I have taught some classes and also taken some classes or taken part in some classes in my bedroom which I have to dismantle my bed I have to put it up against the wall because that's the only space in the house that I can do it in but our ceilings are really low as well so it got to a point where that was just so frustrating because if I wasn't punching the ceiling I'd be whacking my hand off the bed frame or on the door handle so very quickly I was like right okay I need to get my creative outlet another way because I can't dance in a space yet and also it was winter so I couldn't really do it outside like I was doing in the summer so yeah over just before Christmas that's I I kind of a lot I, I call these movie moments you know when you look outside the window and it's raining and there's music playing and you get this <laughs> <laughs> moment come to you I, I have a lot of these movie moments and I had this one and I was like oh my god I'm gonna write a musical and it was literally just like that I just got this pad out and just started jotting down ideas just bullet points and then called my friends I went do you know what? I've got this really great idea for a musical. Do you want to jump on it? Because she's got um, masters in in writing and in English and that. So I was like, you you can finalize everything for me. I'll just kind of give you the ideas. Uh, so then we started doing that together, and then in conversation with one of my other friends, who's uh, an MD over in Germany, 
uh, I was talking to him about it and he went, no, do you know what? This sounds like a really great idea. Like, do you mind if I jump on it with you? I was like, absolutely. <laughs> For me, my creative outlet and my creative journey is whatever I do in the future, I always want it to be in theatre. I always want it to, you know, whether I become a set designer or lighting designer or director or choreographer and anything I know my life will always be in theatre. So now to kind of go on this new journey because we're being forced to look at our careers in other ways. Yeah, I was like, no, this is a pathway that kind of was always in the back of my head. But now I've been allowed to venture down that path and it's very exciting. <laughs> Has this year's experience shaped how you see your future as an artist? Yes. How you project yeah. your future? Mm -hmm. I think because I'm a little bit older, I'm, um, I wouldn't say I'm old, but I'm 30 and I graduated at 23. So I kind of went to college a, a little bit later than most people generally. Um, so I always knew that my performing years would be a lot shorter than a lot of other people so I think this is pushing me in that direction sooner than maybe it would have happened had this not happened but I'm not I'm not mad about it I, I do feel robbed I do feel like coronavirus has robbed performing years from from me and from a lot of us it is what it is and we can't change what's happened we can only write our future and plan our future rather than wallow in the past so going right okay this maybe this is my time to start going more into the creative side uh, I welcome it with open arms do you want to share two valuable things that you've learned during this period two valuable things one of them is I think a lot of us have become woke as they say I'm saying in the air quotation marks uh woke to mental health and accepting that not being okay is okay is a huge, huge weight taken off your shoulders. I think when when we get into that funk of I'm not doing great today and I don't understand why because yesterday I was in top form and that's okay. And we are not singularly the only people that feel that way, we all do. And accepting that and knowing that there is help out there, be it friends, family, so many things on the internet, opening up to that isn't, a bad thing it's actually a great thing so allowing yourself to find help should you need it is a really valuable lesson I've learned during this time so if anybody is struggling to reach out don't go through it alone because that's just not going to help you in any way some people have those personalities where they're like I'm, I'm, I can do this alone and I'm independent and I, I, I can do this you sometimes do need the help of other people and accepting that there we go and accepting that is is a good thing uh, so that would be my first one and second thing is really learn what it is what makes you happy I've had some friends in this time that realized you know what theater isn't for me and I'm going to take a new direction had this not happened they would have never known that they was this unhappy in theater and now moving on to another career path whether it is still in theatre or completely different they are now happy so asking yourself what is it that makes me happy am I only doing theatre because that's what I've always known and that's what I've been kind of pushed into or that's what my friends or family know me to do and I've spent so much money in it so if I don't do it I failed and that's completely the wrong way to look at it it's your happiness is more is worth more than anything so 
asking yourself, what is it that makes me happy? And trusting that and following that and being true to yourself rather than the outside world. Definitely for me, this time has helped me find my place in the industry, going through training and it being quite, not very open, you know, the career options and kind of the paths that you learn while you're training, they are very um, closed. I would say there's so much more out there that you don't realize when you're training and space for you to actually do what you want to do and not what you see everyone else um, doing around you. Do you have anything else that you'd like to share? Any other advice? Advice? It's just, I think it's just such a weird old time, isn't it? For, you know, I, I think a big thing that people should know is not to compare yourself to other people because there's some people in this time that have really thrived in this time and with social media is, is hard to not think about that not compare yeah i think we've all been subject to that i definitely have it especially recently like i've had to disable my instagram account just for a little bit because it got to the point where i wasn't celebrating other people and uh, you know the green-eyed monster starts coming out and that's not who i am like i celebrate my friends my family strangers people i don't know like anybody in this industry anybody that gets a new job or um a step up in the direction that they want to go in we should celebrate that because like i've said before we're a family and we're all in this together no one's better than anybody else that we're all equals in this life even as humans not just in this industry so for me to su suddenly start feeling these things that i've never felt before I was like, no, do you know what? I need to detach myself from the, rather than sit on my phone for hours and being like angry. And like, well, what, what, why have they got this? And oh, like they've just got this job and they've just like, no, that, that's the wrong way to look at it. So I think being realizing that and going, do you know what? I need to remove myself from this situation is the best thing you can do. Otherwise, like you've just said, you just end up going in this downward spiral that you can't get out of. And then you end up being a person that people maybe potentially don't want to spend a lot of time around because you become very envious and no sorry not envious you become very um a, a jealous person and constantly shooting other people down it well it, not that people do but you could end up heading in that direction and then it might become hard to uh, come out of this that situation yeah you know realizing that at an early point and being strong enough to go no do you know what I'm going to remove myself from the situation because I didn't want to unfollow people I didn't want to unfriend people or anything like that because I I love seeing all of this usually so the best thing for me to do was go disable my account work on me for a little bit and then come back to it in a, in a few weeks or a month however long I need and then I'll, I'll have a completely different outlook on it all when I'll be back to the normal me <laughs> thank you Thank you. Well, thank you. It's been <laughs> lovely chatting. It's been great to talk to you. It was great to meet you. You too. Virtually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Join me next time to listen to more inspiring conversations. You can subscribe to this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and follow this journey on Instagram and Facebook. I'm Mariana Sardo. Thank you for listening.